This is a Casa Buena Cultural Production podcast. Um, what do we call it? Casa Buena Cultural Podcast. This is a Casa Buena Cultural Podcast. Hooray! And we're talking about the 48-hour film project in which we won an award for Best 48 Genre which they also said best use of genre. This award was called Several Things in Several Places, but that's the award we won because we were awesome. And we're going to talk uh, a little bit about this. Um, and uh, we have, oh my gosh, everybody here. So you have to do introductions. Tell us your name and who you are and what you did in the project. Yeah, this is Brian, and I play Brian in the film. <laughs> awesome. I'm Steven, and I was the boom mic operator. Sure. I'm Carol, and I played Peanut Girl. Um, my name is Alan, and um, I was one of the five-second people in that film, being one, one of the cameos. people snickered. Yes, yeah. you had a cameo, and you were a production Yes, and um, plus just being a person who snickers a lot. <laughs> and you're on the writing team. Halen was on the writing team. Uh, I'm Jared. I was on the writing team. I was supposed to be on the editing team. You did some editing, and you were very moral supportive. Yeah, okay. So I was on the editing team, in quotation marks. Um, I was on the, yeah. I was a production assistant. I had a camera. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Stephanie. This is very close considering how loud I speak. That's true. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like a foot further away. Uh, I'm Stephanie. I was uh, a writer, a cinematographer, an actor, and an editor, and a producer of this film. Uh, I'm Jim Broyles playing the role of Jim. And I'm Mary Angel Saavedra, and I was a director and a producer and on the writing team. Ben and editing. That's right. I did do a lot of that. Uh, yes, those are my titles. Awesome. Okay. So I wanted to talk in general about um, impressions of the from the writing team from the start. So we drew dark comedy, right, from the beginning. That's we sure did. We, did. And we were quite excited. Um, it was Mary Angela, myself, Stephanie, Eric... Uh, Carol and Patrick were there, and Adam, but I guess, wow, that was a lot of us. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was the five of us, six of us, six of us, <laughs> at the kickoff um, where they, you know, had the teams come up and draw their genre, and then we were all given the dialogue, the prop, and the character name, um, and we were most afraid of drawing drama. There was uh, drama, dark comedy, um, suspense, all sorts of things. But really, the only one that we said we absolutely would not accept was drama. Because there were wild card options as well. So if you don't like your topic, you can throw it back and pull a wild card. But if you pull a wild card, you have to keep it. And the wild cards were pretty messed up. <laughs> so the only one that we were like, all right, we can't do that is drama. But we pulled dark comedy, which it's funny because I thought... After I, like, actually took some time to accept that that's what we pulled, I realized, like, that was the best, first of all, the best thing that we could have pulled with our writing team, and second of all, that I did not anticipate pulling something we wanted. Like, I was just like, I really hope we don't get these things, I hope we don't get these things, I don't hope we don't get these things, and then when we pulled Dark Comedy, I was like, oh, shit, that's actually something we would do really, really well. 
And uh, I thought that was awesome. And we immediately started brainstorming about dead people. And I texted Samantha Evers, who we had already asked to do makeup, but her specialty is special effects makeup, not regular makeup. So the fact that we were able to not just give her work, but to give her work at something that she was genuinely excited to do was really fantastic. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about um, the story, Jared. Tell us, do you remember how we came up upon the story or some highlights from being on the writing team about how we came up with the story? Um, I remember... Stephanie being really excited about the idea of Brian being like, I can catch this arrow, and then catching it, and then him falling on it. And I remember Stephanie was extremely happy about that idea. Because I really, I really did not want the arrow to hit him, like, from Brian, uh, from um, Jim shooting him. I really wanted it to be a fault of his own hubris that caused his death. So, like, not just getting shot with the arrow, but catching the arrow, and you're like, uh, like, because I want you to think, like, oh, this is how this guy's going to die. And then when he does it, and you're like, oh, he actually, oh, my God, no, he did die. Like, I, it was the turnaround that I was really excited about. Kaylin, do you remember anything about the night we wrote the movie? Um, I believe, like, like, um, some of us decided that, um, the girl would be, like, that the peanut girl... Like, she wouldn't be, like, it wouldn't be Peanuts, but it would be, like, I forgot what it was. It was, like, Jim would, like, kill her by, like, stabbing her or something. Yeah, we had a couple different ideas for yeah, how by, we were by going step. to die. I do remember that. We went for a few. Yeah. And we decided that based on time and style and, you know, it would on be... On putting like, something that she was allergic to right, in her poisoning food. poisoning you. Like, we, we had some poison was an idea, and then we were like, well, anaphylactic shock is a thing. <laughs> like... It could actually kill you yes. if you were super allergic. Indeed. Um, when I think about it, that's like a, that was like, that sounds like one of the best ideas out of what's been said. Like, I never knew, but it was a really good idea to choose poisonous death. Yeah. Right? It's easier to do. There's less blood. I mean, I had a little bottle of blood over there that I was really like, hey, we could use this bottle of blood if we needed it. But you know what? The fact that there was no true gore, I mean, aside from the bullet hole that um, Adrian shows up with, um, Man, that was it, it, made it, it made it sort of, like, there could have been too much gore. You know what I mean? Like, it could have gone the other way and we would have lost the humor, the funny in it. Um, and Jim, I'm sorry, you're just super funny looking when you're putting things in a, Oh, look over there! <laughs> because you look so sweet and so innocent. Sweet. And how did you feel about that? The, the, the poisoning of Peanut Girl. Oh, that was a lot of fun. No, just the, the little, the, the, you know. The, yeah, yeah, the sprinkling of the peanuts was funny. Yeah, yeah. Cool, look over there. The yeah. there is that it gives you an advantage for when you actually want to Kill someone. Oh, Steven, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, who's planning on killing people with peanuts? Anyway. No, no, no. Okay, so after we came up with the story, right? So Jim was here for that as well. We came up with the story, had kind of an outline of the general story, and then it was kicked over to Stephanie and Brian, who arrived in the wee hours in the middle of the night, um, to write the script. Tell us briefly about that experience sure um well you know we we have the the story written together by an outline uh we kind of wrote down bullet points that we really wanted things we knew we wanted to happen basically we knew we wanted to see in this movie and from there uh it's 
it's very easy to come up with a story collaboratively, but to actually write a script uh, is a little more difficult. So I just thought it would be easier to break away from the group. I kind of let people have sleep, and I knew Brian was coming, and Brian came. Uh, and I did a lot of typing. Basically, I gave Brian the the computer, and I laid on the couch with my eyes closed and dictated the script to Brian. And every now and then I would go, like, Brian, do you, like, what do you think? Do you want to write something? And Brian was like, well, what do you want me to write? And so then it was just, all right, so write this next. So it was just a lot of that. Um, but... It was really good to have somebody else there to make sure that things that I thought were funny, like I could bounce off of someone. For example, I believe we say peanut girl five times, <laughs> either five or seven times. <laughs> and every it's definitely time, not six times. Uh, it's definitely not. I know it's, it's an odd six. number. It's five or it's seven. Sorry. It's one of the two. Um, I was like, I could go through it right now, I bet, and then think of all the times that it's said. But every time I said it, I would kind of look at Brian and see if Brian still thought it was funny that I was saying peanut girl. And he did, so we just kind of kept running with it. But it's particularly funny to hear people bounce it off of each other. So you never just hear somebody say, like, blah, 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 peanut girl. Somebody else is like, oh, peanut girl? Like, it's constantly somebody repeating it. Which I am really glad that I was not the only person that found that funny at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. It was still funny to other people later. <laughs> 2 o'clock? It went till 2 in the morning? Oh, it went till 3 in the morning is when Jeez. I think I actually went to bed. 3 or 4. Right. Wow. Damn. So, so first night. Right. So that's, that's night one. And then we had call at 9, right? That was the time I had 9. So I got up at 8 o'clock. On to, Saturday morning. On Saturday morning. I got up at 8 o'clock to make muffins and rouse people in this house because I had crew people here and I had crew people arriving and I had cast staying over and I had cast arriving and we had makeup to get into and we had... But did we come up with a shooting schedule the night before? Yes. Yeah, I was pretty sure because, yeah, because I sent out the emails. Right. So that was what I did was, right, when we got the, the script solid then I was like, okay, this is what... Um, needs to happen and how we're, we're going to flow this. So I would like some thoughts of yours, Carol, about when you read the script. Um, when you received your script before you came. Did I look at it before I came? Yeah, I, I remember someone coming at you. And it's okay if you looked at it when you were here. So just when you finally looked at it, your thoughts. Oh, uh, I thought it was hilarious. And I loved the peanut girl. And I loved the... Uh, the witty humor and the ironic humor, I thought, were two things that really stood out for me a lot. Um, yeah, it was just really easy and light and funny. And I I appreciated that, you know, because we had such a short period of time, I appreciated that I think you guys really focused in on what you wanted to accomplish and what you thought was funny and didn't leave a whole bunch of extra crap to deal with. Um, that's true. It's a valid point. I, for the record, made us shoot a 10-minute movie. We shot 10 minutes of script. We surely did. Yeah. And then had to trim it down to seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so so it I'm honestly, like, so as far sorry. as an acting experience, it was extremely easy to just walk in and do it. Cool. Thank you so very much. Um, so Sam gets here and starts putting people in makeup. So I guess the only person who really got super special makeup right out of the gate who is here would be you. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your anaphylactic shock face. Oh, so I love having makeup put on me because it's kind of like getting a little facial massage and somebody's just paying attention to you but you don't have to do anything which feels awesome. 
Um, so it was a lot of layering latex and um, a little bit of coloration and then more latex and more coloration and probably my favorite part was when my chin fell off into my peanut butter and jelly sandwich that I was eating on break and I tried to eat my own chin. I love peanut butter. The girl who was allergic to peanuts in the movie was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on her break. And almost ate her chin. And, and almost ate her own chin. Well, I had the sandwich and I, I kept real. trying to like get the peanut butter up with the bread and it wasn't sticking and I was like, what the... And then I realized it was latex and not peanut butter. Oh. But I didn't eat it. Thank goodness. Because you're I allergic. Have insurance for that. Oddly okay. <laughs> enough, she's allergic to latex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Close call. But she is allergic to capsaicin. Yep. Right. Oh, wow. I do remember. Yes. I thought that was very interesting. So, who remembers what the first thing we shot was? We went for the stagecrafters? Yes. Capsaicin, pepper. Mm. So we Your did. last scene with Leah. Right, so that was right. So that was right. Leah was the first to be rats. That's true. Were we like? Were we like shooting? You didn't have to hear it. No, you definitely shot the girls first, right? We did. Right, because we so people were still getting in makeup. Carol being one of them. So we went ahead up to the stagecrafters. Me, Stephanie, Adrian, Sam. And the boys, as crew, went up there and set everything up, remember, because then you guys oh, came yeah. a little Sorry. bit later. That's okay. So we actually shot Stephanie's scenes, um, except for the door scene first, so sure. that we could get that kind of out of the way. Three um, ladies. Right. And then everybody showed up, and we did Leah's great ending, where she danced around the tree. With the with, flower crown. With the flower crown. And... <laughs> We got everybody in the shot except Adam because it was so bright outside and I couldn't see Mary that I missed him in the shot. Because I was a cinematographer for that one. And everyone's on their knees and Adam's in that shot. And I came over and I was like, this is how you shoot this. And then I went and got on my knees in line with everyone else. <laughs> and she shot it without Adam. And I just totally nudged over and he got cut out of the frame. Sorry, Adam. I am super she, yeah, we sorry. We didn't really realize Adam. until editing when I was like, editing, uh, Adam's not in this shot. I'm super sorry. I would like to say that shot um, Phil, my brother, says that that was his favorite part in the whole movie. And he was like, the ending with you guys and the girl in the park, like, it was excellent. It's a good shot. I have to agree. Um, So the next thing we shot then was all of the Brian... Uh, Brian, the gym, hanging out in the park. park. How did you feel about the solo game of ping pong? (laughs) That that was fantastic. Uh, I mean, it was... I don't know. Best game of ping pong ever. Ping pong. Not no, I've I've acquitted myself better in the ping pong area, but that's not really what we were there for. Uh, is that the first time you ever played? With yes, yourself? actually, it is. <laughs> I've never Wait played till ping pong, Jay. Uh, uh, Welcome to the party. Right? Oh boy, boys, that was your cameo, and Jerry, you had the line, the important line, true, that they assigned, which was that looks like fun. So tell us about. Having your cameo, and how did it feel to be the one who said the most important the line, line? The line that could not be messed up. Couldn't cut it, spotlight. no matter how badly you did it. Okay. You're on the spotlight. We're not allowed. Yeah. We, we, Were you under a lot of pressure to get it right, son? Like now. <laughs> was it really fun? Um, how was it? Because it looks like fun. <laughs> 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 answer, answer now. <laughs> Say the line again, please. <laughs> Alright, yeah, Jerry, need to say it a lot. Um, it was interesting, and then I wa- it, it was interesting because I was walking and I had to say that playing ping pong by yourself looked like fun. 
and I completely messed up the line. I feel like I did it completely wrong when I watched it. And I was trying to do it completely differently, and then I saw myself doing it, and, and I was like, dang, dude. That I loved it. I saw you. I saw when we were watching it that you looked away like Barbara Streisand does when yeah, she kind of like right. Barbara Streisand has this whole like I know I'm Barbara Streisand <laughs> whenever she's at events and they play yeah. things with her on the screen like she doesn't look. You, I saw you do that. We're, we're watching it just now, and I was like, "Come on, watch it, Jared." And you didn't, but you were good. Uh, How do you feel about your cameo, Snickering uh, Boy? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's like it's just awkward. One of those. It's, it looks good. It, it was. It's like weird. It was so funny because you guys were all wearing the coolest shirts. You guys looked totally like super hip happening. To again? Um, I have to watch it. But each one of you had a very unique, very. I was saying USA rocks. Right. That was it. That was his. His was bacon, bacon strips, strips and bacon strips and bacon strips and bacon strips and bacon strips. And you had one. I thought that was black. I had the green. No, I had this female body inspector. No, no, no. Female body inspector. Now I'm gonna have to look again. But either way, it was really cool because there were very pop culture esque shirts, and so you guys looked like cool teenagers selling pong. Poor Jim playing ping pong solo. And it was a safe. Ferris shirt. That is? Yes! Yes! It was with Cameron from Ferris Bueller and it said, Save Ferris. That's, That's nice. the shirt that he was wearing. I love that shirt so much. So dear. He's such yeah, a cool so kid. <laughs> Brian, talk about spending the day in an arrow. <laughs> with an arrow strapped to your body. Well, yeah, the first uh, two hours or three hours of the day were spent trying to figure out how to stick the arrow to me. Um, originally, we tried to use what what glue? What was it called? Spirit glue. Spirit glue? Yeah. Oh, God. So uh, I, I have a, a good deal of chest hair. So um, we put a bit of a spirit glue dead center in the middle of my pecs. Or lack thereof, and um, may have ruined the shirt. It still didn't really support the weight of half an arrow. Obviously, we cut it in half, uh, half out my back, but that side didn't matter. Uh, so that didn't stick, um, and it just didn't look good. So um, we we're getting ready to shoot with it, and uh, Eric, Mr. Eric G, the man. Uh, whose house we are at uh, happens to, he just, you know, runs into his toolbox and was like, let me grab this and grabs this and gets some, uh, you know, a drill uh, screw, uh, some strips of cardboard and some crazy contraption, like, has cardboard running around my chest and strapped over my shoulder just to get it um, held in. So that was fun. And then I have to get into a car. Uh, and we're driving around in cars all day from here to there. So I have to get into a car and imagine, uh, like, I don't know, 12, 14 inches out of your back and out of your front. That, so you, obviously you can't put your back against the seat or you would actually impel yourself. Uh, so it was just um, kind of trusting everyone who drove cars that I was in that day to not kill me. Uh, because Did you look at me sideways? I, I did, Carol, I'm sorry. <laughs> It was just, a, it was just a, there was a very real method acting kind of element of the possibility of being impaled that was there. 
Well, oh, right, because you're wearing the arrow, and that is a legit arrow. Hadn't <laughs> really? actually thought about that. Okay. Thank you for trusting us all with your life and wearing the arrow. Wonderful all night, that's awful. Was there any particular scene that was difficult for you with the arrow on? Like, that was harder than any other to shoot because of the arrow? I can't think of a scene in particular, but it was just like things that you just, you know, take for granted movements that you make and interactions with you, you make with people. It's it's difficult when you, you haven't, I mean, it's like, it's like if I weighed like 750 pounds and had a circumference of like 85 inches or something, like I can't, uh, stuff's going to get broken, man. <laughs> Or I'm going to hurt myself. It is just weird. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, you are, well, look good. I remember specifically that by the end of the day when we were about to lose it so that you could do the beginning scenes was when it really started to, like, lose its, its deal. It was, it was a tricky bit. So, okay. So back to the schedule of things. After we did that scene, we came back here, right? And we did stuff at the door where the girls show up and then we excused um, Sam and Adrian. Sure. So we, yes. yeah, we did the inside stuff and the inside stuff included um, peanut girls tears over a child. What um, <laughs> happened there? Oh, and then we did... Um, we had a cameo from the one and only Mr. Mark Potts of Singletree Productions in Los Angeles, California and he was kind enough to record a cameo for us and he played uh, Victor Chesterfield, hedge fund manager. Awesome. Uh, right, and he was really fantastic, a crowd favorite. And Adam's the death scene was pretty fun to shoot. It was good. I was going to talk about the scene that I had to cut, which I'm super sad, which was Carol's lines um, in the mirror where you were like, I was having such a good week, I was just running a hedge fund manager oh. when we were bitching at them, which I'm really hoping to go back and do a director's cut, which will be the full 10 minutes. The extended so it'll, it'll be, be, be the full script because a lot of people lost lines. Um, every actor in the movie lost at least a line. A lot of death scenes got shortened. Short. You lost a lot. I was like, I, everyone, I know exactly what Brian's death is. scene got shortened. Brian lost a couple lines. Carol's death Everyone's scene got death shortened. Scene got Adam's shortened. death Sorry, scene. Yeah, everybody. all the death scenes were shortened. They totally were. Um, but I love that scene because the shot in the mirror, which luckily we got to keep, where it said looking good, was fantastic. With you looking at your screen. Face. Like, it's hard to see here, but like I'm telling you, in the movie theater, like... It was just, you know, you're just you're in the looking thing, at your face. And just looking, just looking good. good. <laughs> right, and you're like, wow, that reads so much better than it even looked to me the thousand times okay. that I watched it right there. Which is why I want to put all the lines that I cut from everyone back in because it, it is so funny and there's so many really great moments that work with that. Um, so I do apologize, but you know, it had to be done. Jared, this is where Jared came in to do some editing. Jared helped me trip trim a minute and thirty. Yeah, you seconds. you guys, you guys no, did uh, some great editing. Great editing, the two of you guys. That's right. This is where you guys came in and did the editing. It did the trimming of the editing. Stephanie did the overnight of full editing. I'm not trying to for that. I'm just trying to get Jared's thoughts on losing a minute because you did. You sat down here for a little while, then you would come back and we would go through and you'd be like, this can be lost. It was actually your idea to trim death scenes and the I'm Mr. Manager because there were how many more of those? There were like 13. He said, I'm Mr. Manager, like many more. It's like five times in the actual, in the finished one, but he said he went on for like 
It was like 30 seconds of him just going, I'm Mr. Manager, I'm Mr. Manager, as his head slowly turned to face the camera. <laughs> and it was, I didn't use all 30 seconds. Right. So. Was funny right. Was but even still, there was there was some to trim. We, I think we trimmed like five or six I'm Mr. Managers to get us down to what, sure. what's actually left of I'm uh, Mr. Manager. Um... Okay, so then Stephanie, after all the shooting, was there any other interesting stories about shooting? Anything anyone wants to yes. to bring up or remind Yes, us? Stephen. I want to bring up Stephen. <laughs> what about Stephen? Stephen and his amazing skills as a boom operator. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, to go into that? Yeah. Precisely. Um, so, who wants to tell us what happened? Steven, tell us what you did. This will be a lesson that will never be, re- I mean, uh, and if we never be you say it, you'll never Steven is great. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I was trying to help, and so I made multiple recordings of audio into one clip. Turns out that's not a good idea. <laughs> Lessons were learned, ladies and gentlemen. Lessons were learned. Oh, but it um, sounded beautiful. It did, and that's the thing: is that the I sound just, was was fantastic. The boom was always in you. the right place. I just hope that that this means I will still be able to do boom mic if I ever need to. Yes. You've learned this lesson, right? You know yeah. now that you need to yes. click. Then fantastic, my work here is done. Yeah. You can go on <laughs> to, uh, to, to record as many movies. And with continue us continue to, providing uh, us with slave labor. As long as you so desire. slave labor. I get paid a dollar an hour. Right. We'll, get there. Yeah, that's we'll get there. Jim, give us some thoughts on the shooting before I switch into the editing part. Um, well, of course, this goes without saying, but it was odd that, you know, the very last things we shot are the first things you see in the movie. I guess that's often how it goes. But it was weird because you wanted to start off with this great... And, and, you know, being at the end of the day, we may not have had as much energy as... You know, I'm not making excuses. I think it turned out fine. I'm just... Just, you know, I'm just saying, I, but, you know, it was a challenge doing the last scene first. Was, hey, everybody's here. And then you work down to, it's just like me and you. We're yeah. the only ones trying to be there for ten straight hours. But we appreciate it in that, right? Which I mean, like, five. It was a lot. We were there a long time, for sure. Um yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. That's the, the tricky bit is, like, let's get everybody here, let's get them all and use them, and then, yeah, why not? Well, that's just a, a, a built-in aspect of it, considering that we were the only people who were in the whole thing. So in order to make the most of people's time, you just had to let them go, everybody go until and we're the only ones left because we're the only ones in it from start to finish. And it was tricky. Talk about shooting some arrows. I understand oh, that this that was, was one of your first yeah, times ever shooting a bow and arrow. It's the first and only time I've ever shot arrows, and I didn't. I was not a natural at it at all. It was shot one over the fence, broke one of them. Uh, it, yeah, so the the, uh, the the shooting that you see is movie magic. That is <laughs> a lot of yeah. A lot of gym shots are my shots. All of the. All the shots in there are, are someone else. You just basically you got one shot of me drawing the bow, and that was it. One, I was not one usable shot. <laughs> Poor Jim. So wait, you put three shots together for the him shooting, the arrow flying, and then catching. Uh, three shots. There's no. Or there's, you use the flight of Jim's actual pull. So <laughs> never. We never use the flight of Jim's actual pull. Not I, a I, single I, time. I um, no, there's a shot 
It depends. Well, the way that I originally edited it, where there we saw back and forth between the two of you um, doing the shot. But when Mary Angela came in to trim at the end, she trimmed the beginning, so it's just you shooting an arrow, you making a shot into the, th- the thing. And then the only shot we have of uh, Jim shooting an arrow was when he shoots it at you standing That's in front of That's what I was asking. I was asking if you used his actual flight shot. No, when I catch it. because do you remember no. the way that we shot that? Um, and this, this is with what's called a swish pan, uh, where uh, we show Jim shooting the arrow, and the camera quickly pans to the right, and you, and I'm then I have the arrow. right, and then we have a shot of you already holding the arrow, and I like swish pan onto you, and so it looks like it's still moving, following the arrow, and then it shows you catch the arrow with quotation marks for those who are listening as a podcast. Right, but I thought because you said that his shooting was so bad, I was asking if you needed three shots for that swish pan. No. If he didn't <laughs> shoot it straight enough you. for I you to get that kind of one second of, of arrow in the I, air. I couldn't tell you how many times we actually shot it. Dark but like I said, <laughs> but like I said, we had exactly. one usable shot. This is what I mean. It was the end of the day. Very last thing. So. Also, like you said, you'd never shot a bow and arrow before. Like, I can't, I'm not like, oh my god, you, we gave you so many chances. And well, you no, said, I it mean, was, like you said, it was your first time. No, and the one that actually hits the target, you shot that, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, none of yes. the one, the, the, the one time where you see an arrow hit the target, I was actually the shooter of the arrow. But, uh, in the video, uh, it's Brian. I just have a comment about that scene. Brian used to be a bro once, but then he took an arrow to the chest. Uh, bros and arrows. Because yeah, it's like bows and arrows, well, but it's bros and arrows. So we had it all together, and the fast forward of this story is that we have to have it turned in by 7.30? P.M. Sunday PM, evening. Right. So it might, was it like... And we have to bring in a physical copy. Right. So around 6 o'clock, we start compressing the sucker down, trying to put it onto a uh, flash drive because that's how they want it and get it down to them what I didn't realize you didn't ask me anything about editing Saturday night well I didn't this is because we're running out of time you can come here I'm sorry okay tell us about Saturday night quick (laughs) (laughs) Stephanie stayed up all night Saturday night and edited this entire movie while eating chicken wings boneless chicken wings from Pizza Hut and coffee all night long. And then, uh, yeah, it was coffee with scoops of vanilla ice cream in it. So it was the iced coffee with ice cream. There you go. So that was my whole evening. My whole evening was like I would get up and grab like three boneless wings and refill my coffee with a scoop of vanilla ice cream. You're qualified. I'm from North Carolina. We're, you, know, you understand. Yeah. So she gets it. So anyway, so. Um, my plan was not to edit. The whole thing going into this project was that Stephanie was not going to have to edit. Uh-huh. Because in all of our previous projects, Stephanie films and edits because Stephanie knows how to do those things. So I had taught Mary Angela and Jared how to edit specifically so I would not have to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to organize the footage for Mary Angela and she's going to take care of this when she gets up in the morning. And in organizing the footage and finding the stuff about Stephen's sound, but not just your sound, not just your sound. Yeah, um, the only problem. Um, we filmed on two different cameras. One was the iPhone 5S and one was the Pentax KX. And um, 
when rendering footage from the iPhone, it took about three times as long as rendering any footage from my DSLR. So in organizing the footage, basically erasing all footage that we couldn't use and labeling footage for Mary Angela to use the next day, I realized there was no way I could just leave this to get edited the next day. And I was like, well, I'll stay up as long as I have to to get stuff done. And then I kept checking the time and I was like, you know, I'll go to bed when I have to, I'll go to bed when I have to, I'll go to bed when I have to. And then I just kind of realized, like, by, by like, 4 a.m., I was like, you know what, you're up all night. Like, this, this is what's happening. And um, I stayed up, and I ate my boneless wings, and I drank my coffee with vanilla ice cream in it. And then, um, basically, I thought that Mary Angela was getting up at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, when Mary Angela gets up, I'll go to bed. Mary Angela didn't get up until, like, 9.30. <laughs> Um, because I got up at like 6 a.m. and came down and hung out with you and checked out what you were doing. And I, I was like, and I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll keep editing this until she comes down to edit. And I did, and you know, I did what I could do. And you know, our limitation was seven minutes. That was our maximum for the film. And with what I had, I now, was, like we I said, it was seven and a half. We wrote, um, no, it's not seven and a half. We had 20 seconds because of the beginning with the oh, right with the oh, title oh, yeah. cards. But okay. anyway. Um, our limit was seven minutes, and like I said, the night before, or Friday night, uh, we wrote a ten-page script, um, and the general rule in filmmaking is a page on the script is a minute on the screen, and uh, <laughs> it kept turning into like, yeah, no, 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 we'll fix it, it's fine, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. So we did shoot ten minutes worth of footage, and I, even cutting what I did, had an eight-and-a-half-minute movie, and so by the time the Mary Angela came down in the morning, I was like, look. Your job is to cut a minute and a half out of this movie. Uh, so I was like, here's what you got. I'm going to take a shower and go to sleep. Please lose a minute and a half. It's good knowing you. Kisses. It's bedtime. And then that's when Mary Angela and Jared took over and cut out the minute and a half. And then when I woke up at 2 o'clock is when we started trying to get that thing Really, Paul. We were done editing yeah. by four, and from four to six, we were trying to make a version of that film to put on this drive to take and turn in at seven thirty. Because the original one compressed down to eleven gigs, which is huge. <laughs> and then we didn't have any devices that were because, eleven gigs large. Because the flash drive we had to save the movie on was, was eight. eight gigs, so we had to stop everything and go buy a bigger hard drive or a bigger flash drive. Meanwhile, I had a callback. At five, or no, at four, four thirty, five o'clock, and I had to go to my callback. So I went there while like, they were still trying to finish up here. I met uh, Eric at Staples where we picked up sixteen gig flash drives, and we came back. And then they needed to be formatted, and they were still telling us it was too big. Like this was a whole like not getting out of the door until six forty-five, almost seven, when we actually no, left. It was ten minutes to seven, and it is a thirty-minute drive from here to the drop-off. And we had to drop it off by seven thirty. We, we got there at seven minutes to spare. Yeah, I was seven twenty-four. 724 returned in that film. And there were people running in there Literally with running laptops, in with lap, open laptops. Where it was rendering and going on to the thing. It wasn't rendering. It was, it, where it was going on to the, the flash drive. Right. And they were all like... Because the, the rule here. was that not that you had to turn in your copy at 730, but that you had to have a finished, rendered, saved project there by 730. So as long as... If you got there and like it's still saving on the flash drive, but the film itself is done and it's saved, it's just saving on the flash drive... That was okay, but if it was still like 
we just need to finish the credit sequence. Like, that's late. Like, so you needed to have Final Cut totally done, your edit totally done, being saved, basically, at 7.30. And we got there with six, six minutes to spare. Minutes. It was the same place as the kickoff. Like, that's where we had to go back to. It was oh. crazy. It was crazy. I've never been so nervous in my life. <laughs> so, let's talk about being nominated for awards. I don't want to go too much. I don't want to open the can of more about screenings. Like, we can talk about the screenings with all the people that were at the screenings at sure, another time. Um, since there were less people who weren't in the screenings. But I definitely want to talk about being the nominated ceremony. for awards. Um, and just kind of get some feelings, some reactions. What, how did you feel when you were even nominated for Oh, can we say first what we were nominated for? Yes, tell us what we were nominated for. All in all, we were nominated for Best Use of Genre, Best Use of Props, Best Actress, which was Carol Enoch for Woo! Peanut Girl, her role of Peanut Girl. Um, best Special Effects and Best Cast. Yes. Um, I was, I was excited. I was very excited that we had been nominated for that. I was a little confused because, um, one of the things that I felt that I thought we were going to get at least nominated for was best soundtrack because Eric had created an amazing soundtrack, but somehow... Did you hear Time Punch? Time Punch! Yes, but they could have nominated... But we also had a good soundtrack. It's true. We should have been nominated. Ribbit. Ribbit was the Ribbit only one. Ribbit had a really good soundtrack. But Time Punch, like, nobody could... I was like, I understand why Time Punch won. I get what yeah, you're saying, right? Was... But why we weren't nominated is disappointing. I was disappointed that we weren't nominated for Best Writing. Oh, and that. that, yeah. We had a really, really solid script. The only one of the ones that just had a really cohesive script. But, Jim, how did you feel about it when you were nominated for that? Good. I, you know... Just in the point of vanity, one always wants to be recognized individually, but that, I didn't expect that, so never mind. It's just, uh, and but I thought we should. I was disappointed we didn't win for best cast, as I said, because I thought we had a great cast and best writing, as you said. You guys already talked about the Mad Dash to get it delivered. We I did. Assume. Sorry, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Jim was a part of the Mad Dash. He was in the car where the car was on. We oh, that's true. We're that's literally, true. Stephanie and I are standing over the computer going, to get it down How many minutes? How many minutes? And then we're all like, in between the doors, we're like, okay, go, 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 go. We're just locked in the car. In the car, in the car. Mark, which one is HD? Like, let's do this. That's nuts. That's, I totally forgot that you were a part of that whole thing. I'm so sorry, Jim. No, no, I, I left the room. <laughs> Jim was very patient in the back of the car, but yes, that's what we're talking about. Um, Brian, how'd you feel about it when you were nominated for words? I had not seen any of the other videos, so I wasn't really sure what to think. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't see any. Right, neither so did Jim. No he was excited. Was like, uh, it's horrible. We were in good company most of the time. It's true. All right. And we don't want to go on bashing other team members on this podcast, so we won't. So we won't, right? <laughs> so we will not. But I will we say that. did for me, so. <laughs> you're on our no, team. No, other team. Like, other team. You're on oh. our team. You're on our team. <laughs> we can bash you. We can bash you all we want. All right. Um, but what I did have to nice. want to say is that when we were there, the feedback that we got, aside from the fact that they totally agreed that we deserved to win Best Genre, because they did show ours. Which is what we did win. We right. won um, when <laughs> watching. Uh, it was really exciting because we didn't know whether or not we would get screened at the Best of Night. So when we were there, like, we knew that our new Amsterdam film, which we're not going to talk much about, um, but we knew uh, that that was going to get screened there, but we were not aware that Bros and Arrows was going to be screened. So when it came up, it was really, really exciting, uh, except for the two minutes of black at the end. 
Um, oh, but it was really exciting to <laughs> right. see our movie. So we'll tell you this little bit of story. When the one version that we were able to put on the flash drive was six gigs. The six gig version, we had moved the marker two minutes past the end of the film. So when it rendered down, there were two minutes of black Darkness. at the end of, actually it was about a minute and 45 seconds at the end of our film. <laughs> At the original screening, everybody sat in the audience and was like, this is awkward. And we didn't know it was us either. We didn't know it was us until I uploaded it to YouTube. And I was like, why does this say it's like nine minutes? And I was like, oh, because there's a minute and a half of just black (laughs) footage at the end of it. So so then when we went to the best of screening, we're like, do you think they fixed it? Do you think they fixed it? Why would we're sitting at each other. And then the movie ends and the black screen is there. And everybody, it's like the first screening where everybody's like, what's going on? What's going on? It's a dark comedy. And That's great. And both times, both at the original screening and the best of screening, I heard people make the joke where they're like, what are they, changing reels? (laughs) Oh, film folks. Right, exactly. Like, really happy to make that joke. But everybody's like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And at the first screening, they didn't say anything. And at the second screening, that producer was like, the film was turned in like this. Like, this is how it's going to turn in. It'll be awesome. Right, don't blame us. Blame me, assholes. (laughs) So sorry. Well, Sarah, Tom, apart from that, until that happened, how was it received at both screenings and people laughed? Laughed in all the right places. People loved the fact that we were calling you Peanut Girl. Like that. People that loved would, Peanut Girl. People love, that. love Brian's death scene. Yep. Loved it. Love and like I said, like it's the you know he catches the arrow. He got, he's fine. He's dancing around. He falls on the arrow, and you see him on the ground with the arrow and like hacking, and people lost their shit. Like. Yeah. Really got a great laugh, and that was really nice. He's a real asshole. What happened at the first screening that didn't happen at the second screening that made me a little disappointed. But what I really loved at the first screening was when you see the joke when at the very end when Carol says, "I've always wanted children," and you see Leah in the park. The first screening, I heard it was so audible. I heard somebody in the audience go, "Oh!" <laughs> like, like it was, I heard it, and I was like, "Yes!" Like I was really happy about it. And the second screening, like there was like a couple. I just heard a couple like snickers and then when the credits roll everybody it was like yeah like really really loving it but at that first screening like that will never get over that sound I was so happy to hear a person who was just yeah, like was... so like cut them so deep that they're like oh not a kid like oh, oh not a kid. and it just makes me so happy because it really really I think it's what put the stamp on us winning best user genre yeah. because dark comedy it's all about like it's all about di- mixing what's like inappropriate and dark and making it really funny. And you know, it was already funny enough that they're killing. You know, it's funny enough when when Brian dies, and then it's like, oh my god, they're gonna kill people on purpose now. That's funny. And then, oh my god, they're gonna kill a child. <laughs> like we finished on that. Like they're about to kill this child. Roll credits. <laughs> like the fact that it ends that way, I really think is what cemented them being like. No, they took the genre we gave them and they made exactly that genre. And I felt really, really, really proud of that. So when we won Best User Genre, I really like it. That was the award I wanted to win. Like, of all I wanted to win that, I wanted to win that and Best Cast. I really wanted to win Best Cast. I was just excited but... to finish my burrito at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we'll, we'll tell this story. But yeah, Bros and Arrows was really excited to win Dark Comedy, yes. Best Genre. Woo! It was really, really Definitely. fantastic. Um, Carol was nominated for Best Actress, which we didn't know until we got there. And she was 
You were en route to Chicago? Or you yes. Okay, so she was en route to Chicago at the airport with the biggest burrito. It was a huge, delicious burrito. <laughs> right. And so I tell her, because I'm all like, girl, you have been nominated for this award. And I take a picture of the program and I send it to her because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. To be like, believe me, you have been nominated yeah, for this I award. Yeah, and I was at the airport eating a burrito. And I was like, well, I don't know what else to do but take a picture of myself eating Eat a, a burrito. burrito and send it just in case I win. Right. Which I had every intention, had she won, of walking up and saying, you know, that Carol is very sorry she couldn't join us this evening for this event, but she would like you to know so she is enjoying this burrito that is free of peanuts. Yes, there was actually peanut sauce. I actually got peanut sauce on that burrito. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I'm, and now I'm really sorry you didn't win because I would have loved to have done that for you. It would have been fantastic. Um, all I want to say before we wrap this up is that um, just to share a little bit of the feedback that we got from people that were there uh, who had seen the screening and seen us win this award um, right uh, was the person at the table I cannot remember her name because I'm her name was Amy her name was Amy pretty sure her husband's name was either Peter or Paul okay Great. So Amy, or Peter, or Paul. Mary. Right. Was there a dragon? Was there a dragon? <laughs> Could have been. Her name was definitely Amy. Yeah. Her husband was either Peter or Paul. She was the first person. Or Simon or something. It doesn't matter right now. She was the first person to say directly. There's one of the apostles oh that started with a P. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She was one of the first people to say that Simon she enjoyed Peter. the use of the word yeah, peanut girl, right. calling a peanut girl, because she was very Seinfeldian, and she thought that was very funny. And I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about I'm that. Sure she we used the word Seinfeldian. She did. And I was like, the we weren't going for that. We just thought that was amazingly hilarious. Um, and then there was a guy who came over and thought that she Amy, was with our group, Peter or Paul, was with us. And so he came over and he's like, I really love your stuff. And he was a winner from last year. Is last year's winner? I'm not sure if he was last year. I just know I that before. he um, helped make the film that was my particular favorite. Um, and that was called A Hedge Backwards. Um, Mary Angela's favorite was played in Group A, and that was Color Me Impressed. The kids, um, these high school kids, did a silent film that was freaking incredible. And I was, and they were robbed. They should have won this entire thing. And I just loved that. Um, I just loved that your favorite film was Audiences A, Audience, the Audience A Award, and then my favorite film was the Audience B Award. Like, we both picked, like, the ones that... Everybody was like, these are the best yeah. films. Um, but yeah, and A Hedge Backwards, I think, won second runner-up for best film. And then first runner-up went to Summer 98. And then the winner went to um, Before the Darkness Claims right, Us. the drama. The one we didn't want to get, the drama. But all I was, so, I was just going to say, when Mary Angela, you, went up to um, talk to Andrew, the professor, at the, we had planned this, the professor, the, um, the producer of the event, uh, I basically went up and I was like, look, you, and she's like, I have to say my goodbyes to everybody. I have to go talk to Andrew. I was like, you go talk to him. You distract him because he's talking to the high school kids. You go talk to him and tell him how great it was to participate while I tell the high school kids that they were robbed and should have won this competition. And they're literally standing there talking to him. And she goes over and she's like, oh, it was so great. And I was like, all right, listen up, kids. You were really great. You were fucking robbed. Your movie was awesome. She's telling him, hey, what's going on? This is what's real. <laughs> like, you're awesome. Keep doing what you do. And I just kind of backed away, dropped the mic. They were good kids. So then the last question that I want to ask is, would you all do this again? Go no! Maybe. Are you kidding? It depends on what the hell it is. 
so, so you have to have the right script? Is that I saying? need to get enough sleep I that weekend. Yes. Um, it does. It does mean Absolutely. that. Yes, Absolutely. Steven would love to. Jared would love to. Brian. I mean, sorry, Jim. Yes. <laughs> maybe next I time would. I can act. Carol. Of course. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe Fantastic. next time. Right? <laughs> 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 Thank you all. Would you, so you do this again? Of course. Well, yeah, of course. That's a no-brainer. I, uh, I would like to say this is my third time participating in the 48-hour film festival. The first time I was there just as an actor. The second time I was there as an actor and there was a lot of improv lines and I got to help come up with the story a little bit but didn't have a lot of say. And then this year when you and I talked about this, all I kept saying was I was like, I would love to do it again, but I would love to help write. I would love to decide what we're going to do. And I have to say, with doing it how I did it this year, as opposed to how I got to participate in the years before, this was such an amazing and fantastic experience. No matter how stressful, no matter how angry I ever got during the weekend, I was so, by the end, I was so proud of what we came up with and what we did together. And I would absolutely, positively, without a doubt, do this again. Yay, thank you. Thank you guys so very much for all of your work and all participating in this and all of this. Please eat some food and drink some beer. And congratulations, we freaking rock. Yay!